yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, film related, along with any of the goddamn thing we're going to talk about, coming to you live, direct, proof of concept, studios, in studio, what the fuck is up? What's going on? Yeah, Yo, you know what a show I've been watching lately? What have you been watching? UK been Love Island. Yo, no, ever I, since... All right. What? Hold on. Yeah, ever since, I, I know where you're going. I, I, ever since... <laughs> Yo, ever since this guy's got booed up, all of a sudden you're watching fucking Love Island. You, you, you just what watched, else? See, that's the only thing. All right, all right, he, <laughs> Yo, and we got some backup today because Addy's actually got his... Uh, there there his, was his Vampire Diaries. But again... There was... Vamp- no, no, uh, I got another one for you. Which one? Uh, so... Uh, you just talked last week about the all women led action movie. I'll rewind the clock like a, like a year or two. What, milkshake when, gunpowder. Yeah, milkshake gunpowder. Right. Yeah. And I remember like a year or two, we would talk about like like I think it was like some Charlize Theron uh, like action movie, and you'd be like, "Well, I just don't understand." And women, you know, when they punch, it's like that's not realistic because you know the guy's like a hundred and you know or two hundred some odd pounds, and Charlize Theron's like a hundred and nine. How does this work? But now it's you watch gun shake milk powder whatever the fuck it's called and all of a sudden it's like no i'm all for this whoever says they don't like it yeah. fuck them and no, no 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 that movie uh the action sequences and scenes of that movie were some of the worst i've seen <laughs> fucking ever nice to know like, there's some of you still left yeah, listen <laughs> there's a particular fight scene in the in the movie that happens in like a bowling alley it's like you know the actress she's she's fighting like five guys right now and then we've seen scenes like that in movies all the time where like one person is fending off five or six other attackers right and i think movies and and these like fight scene choreographers do as decent of a job of it as possible trying to make it look realistic this shit looked insanely it looked like everyone was like all right you know one two three like punch kick (laughs) here i come like that kind of it was it was so fucking terrible it was like I remember uh, me and uh, me and Emily, we were we were watching the movie, and like we both just looked at each other, like, "Yo, this is fucking terrible." But the movie was still great. Anyway, back to back to, back to UK Love Island. <laughs> UK Love Island. Now, yeah. when so it was her idea to watch this, right? Sure. So sure it was. I swear to God, it was, it, was, <laughs> it was her idea. I think she was watching something similar, and I was like, we were looking for something to watch. Yeah, and there was a bunch of these like dating game shows, like Love Connection, and like the remember that social media dating game or whatever, where they are they were all in like little bubbles, and they like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, It was like a bunch of people, like twelve people, and they're all in like their own little bubbles or whatever or something. Yeah, yeah, the circle or some shit like that, and like they had they like would like fall in love by like just like talking to people or some shit like that, and it was fucking weird. Anyway, so I'm like. (laughs) So, so we played around with a few of these dating game shows, right? And yeah. Like, there were ones with, like, the American people on it. But I don't want to see people from New Jersey fall in love. You know what I mean? They don't deserve that. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Why don't people from New Jersey deserve love? It's, it's New Jersey. Like, New Jersey, <laughs> Delaware. <really> <laughs> just, just. Well, that, that's why, that's why Brooklyn got, uh, or I guess, well, I guess they're a foreign New Jersey team. But that's why they got bounced from the playoffs. Because, like, bitch, we remember exactly. your, we remember oh, your humble beginnings. see you happy. Um, but anyway, so. It was like you know let's watch the uk ones because they have like you know, those funny accents and shit and they say <laughs> weird accents. shit in it like in it and you know whatever it's yeah. fun it's actually really really oh good oh my god i, I don't yeah. know hey, if listen, i like listen, this version of you <laughs> listen i'm, I'm, I'm telling uncomfortable you i'm uncomfortable with this version of a <laughs> oh i'm god. telling you 
If you are ever in the mood to watch any like trash, I'm never garbage never, TV. Never in the mood for that. UK Love Island. Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's but it's always the same thing though. Like that's why I always have a problem with like watching those reality TV shows. Just, I don't have anything against them like on principle in terms of like just being trash TV overall. Because God knows I've watched my fair share of shows that are that are garbage. Like I remember one time, uh, so Caroline she was watching um was the Fosters or some shit, and then like like with the Fosters like. Like uh, it was on, it was on like ABC or some shit. I'm thinking about the Fockers. I Fockers. Like, was there, no, I didn't no, know no. there was a TV spinoff. But okay, the Fosters. <laughs> the Fosters, and uh, and so I just like I got sucked in for a few episodes. So I've watched like trash TV because it's the Fosters is terrible. Yeah, but you remember like you remember the Real World and the Road Rules, yeah. and they would have like the but this the is Real like a World far, Road Rules challenge. This is like a far cry from that because the Real yeah. World used to be about like literally just like five strangers, but seven now, strangers picked to live in yeah, a house, right? You know? and, and, and like they really got into some shit. Yeah. This is just all about who's hooking up with who, and like everybody just looks like they fucking just came off of fucking yeah. GQ magazine shit. The this thing is, I on. do like about like. Oh, like when we're talking about real world road rules, right? Old yeah. reality TV. It wasn't always like, oh, I'm here to find love. It was just like, yo, I submitted an audition video. They picked me. Exactly. I'm here. We're going to like have some fun. Do some See what's going to happen. And, and that was a we wild, might fuck, wild We might days. fight. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Because dude, like, you didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. You didn't first, even have anything to base it off of. Yeah. You were just like, I don't know. I guess we were doing should, it. <laughs> should we let them fuck? Yes. Just film it. Get the audio. <laughs> Turn um, up the audio. <laughs> Turn up the gain. You know, the, the boom mic guys like, yo, I'm hard right now. All the blood is in my dick, so I can't really hold this mic anymore. Slip it out of his hands. <laughs> but yo, the first couple seasons of the real world was like insane. But anyway, again, if you're looking for some trash TV to watch, Love Island UK, surprisingly, I really like this show. I mean, we finished season six in like in like a week and we yeah. were like yo we gotta do season 5 anyway yeah. that's what I've been up to okay alright fair enough um, look uh, you know let's move on from that nonsense because Jesus <laughs> Christ you went on for about 3 hours about fucking love craft don't be jealous uh, UK um, but uh, let's jump into some this week next week um, so I have a lot of things to pour through for this week first yo can I get some fucking air horns real quick let me just let me just get some air horns here right quick <laughs> fucking bucks man oh milwaukee shit. bucks oh uh, it's been a long time since your boy aaron Rodgers has won a championship uh, being a minority owner of the milwaukee bucks uh, he's he's got a he's got another ship so good for him too yeah 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 i can't uh i can't lie who knows maybe he might share his, uh, sell his uh share sometime soon <laughs> actually well, I, they just won a championship so no, no matter if he stays in green bay or leaves yeah. he's gonna hold on to that hey, why he's not gonna <laughs> sell it just because he leaves keep that shit <laughs> uh but yeah shout out to the the bucks uh giannis um i literally can't giannis name anybody else Antetokounmpo? Uh, yeah something like that was, that was close yeah i'm sure it was not um uh but Dude, uh, we should be celebrating this way more than we are. And when I say we, I actually just mean me in terms of I should have probably paid attention because this is the first time in God knows how many fucking years where we didn't get a Steph. We didn't get a LeBron championship. We just got somebody or I guess you could count the Raptors who uh, when they had um, uh, uh, Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. Um, but even that they were playing against uh, Golden State in that in that case. Right. Um, I believe so. Uh, but. 
this is like the first one where dude did it off the strength, dude, because he doesn't have a fucking super team over there in, in Milwaukee. Now, you could argue that there's been a rash of injuries throughout these entire playoffs. And, you know, that's why both of these teams kind of ended up in, in the spot they ended yeah, up. Yeah, but, you know, everybody was uh, subjected was to ravaged. that. Right? Even Giannis got hurt throughout the playoffs. Yeah, but it wasn't like, I mean, he did get hurt because uh, I, th- I think they, they thought it was going to be more serious because he had a pretty, uh, pretty, it looked like yeah, they, the, they uh, would think he was going to miss like game two or three yeah, or something. He had like, like a leg, in, uh, what is it called? Uh, extension or hyperextension or some shit like that. On his leg, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, man, yo, shout out to the fucking Bucks, man, because they 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 did it without a fucking super team. Yeah, shout is, out uh, to um, I mean, just, just the whole family, right? Because like, yeah. uh, obviously, one of his brothers plays for the Lakers, so he won a championship last season. Um, and now uh, I believe there are two play for the Lakers. Yeah, so there are three. Uh, Damn, on 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 brothers. You sound like you had a seizure just now. <laughs> So there, there are three brothers in the NBA. Two of them play for the Bucks. One plays for uh, the Lakers. So last year, the first brother won championship. And this year, the other two brothers won. So now all three brothers are NBA uh, champions. And like, you know, you fast forward, rewind back to like 2011, 12 or whatever. Giannis was selling apples at a market in Greece. Like that's what, you know, his family did to get money. Right. So long fucking way they came. So, yeah, huge congratulations to him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We need to celebrate that, brother man. Um, uh, the the other thing that I wanted to talk about to, to switch gears very fast. Um, uh, so uh, there there was like an end game theory that I didn't think about until just now, and I and fucking sadly enough, I actually watched a video that talked about it. It's like fuck. This is the first time I heard anybody talk about it. I thought I was gonna scoop them, um, but I apparently I didn't. In Endgame, if, if, if we were to believe where we are with Marvel right now, right, that we're dealing with uh, uh, these uh, the multiverse and uh, we, we're dealing with now soon to be uh, Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, and, and shout out to Jonathan Majors. I feel like he's going to light it up, dude. Yeah, uh, as, he was as phenomenal in that final episode. Great, dude. Great. I'm, I, I'm so excited uh, to, to see what he does in the MCU. Um if we're to believe where we're, where we're heading with it, we're heading to the multiverse, right? Now, we're saying that we're starting with the multiverse because of Loki, right? Like Loki, or I guess in part because of Loki, uh, because he and another variant of him traveled and they fucking killed, or I guess she just killed, uh, Loki was adamantly against. This is, that, that was another a um, what? Uh, Peter Quill moment, uh, Star-Lord moment when she stabbed... Um, when she stabbed, uh, when she uh, stabbed Kang, Kang? Yeah. yeah, or I guess the the, uh, the uh, what do they call him in the series? The the one left behind or some shit. Uh, he who he, remains. he who reigns. Yeah, right. When she stabbed him, right? Because it was just like, yo, you don't need to do this. Like you could just yeah, you could just walk away. Even if you want to fuck, fuck, fuck him up a little bit. Yeah, Just peel off some of yeah. his fingernails or some shit. You know, just some fuck torture up. shit. You know, yeah. you know, just some light shit. Um, but no, she just had a she had to do him in. Um, very one directional decision right? it really it's is like, yeah, yeah. it is one of those situations where you want something so bad and <laughs> yo, it's could you imagine what? trying to kill somebody and they're like yo if you kill me that's gonna be the end of the world and you're just like ah, let's roll, roll the dice yeah. <laughs> not what? even fucking worth it yeah <laughs> Like, like if there's even a chance, if there's even a partial chance that the person's telling the truth, wouldn't you just not yeah, do and it? And that's <laughs> what Loki was saying. It was like, you know, like if there's even a, a remote chance he's telling the truth, the risk that you take by killing him far outweighs is, whatever yeah, fucking nowhere near satisfaction. The, and and then when you when you kill him, 
what, what do you really gain? Like not uh, a goddamn that thing. that thing is over now. You're, yeah. you're still gonna like you. You still live the life of that she lived. She's still gonna have lots of regrets. But now you fucking unlocked a world of of, of shit that's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Um. But the 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 theory that I was talking about is is that we're to believe that this started like this, you know, and now because of what they did, all these splinter universes are, um, or or all these you know multiverses are popping up because of them killing um he who remains, who will eventually play King, um, in, in the MCU. But I was thinking like, oh. For one, there were two things in Endgame that pretty much already set this up, like that's a foregone conclusion, right? If we're to believe this whole multiverse thing, that it's not Loki who started this all. In all honesty, it was kind of Cat, right? When he went back and he just stayed back in time, right? That's a that's a splinter of the of the timeline, right? Yeah, I guess it would be a splinter of the timeline, but is it? Is it like still within that universe, right? Because the multiverse means like there. No, because multi- that that would yeah. Well, him staying back means that a different. Now that's a different reality, right? Mm-hmm. Then one because him and Peggy were never together, or at yeah. least you know to that degree. Um, and so him going back and staying with her changed her future, which obviously ripple effect, yada yada, butterfly effect, um, and that changes a lot of shit. But maybe even more than that, one that I was like thinking about that I was like, holy shit, how did um. Uh, how did we not like pick up on this? Was they had a whole fucking uh, um, um, Thanos and his entire fucking ship from 2014 that <laughs> dropped in on like was it 2018, 2019? Yeah, and when Endgame was, and then just stayed and got murked. And so Thanos theoretically in 2014, one of the 2014 timelines just doesn't exist because he left and he killed him and he never went back. Yeah. So that should have caused some fucking weird nexus event, right? Because yeah. then that means he never goes, uh, he never gathers the Infinity Stones, like that whole thing. Yeah. Never happens, so in that you know? timeline, there is no Thanos. The blip never happens. Exactly. Like, none of that stuff ever happens. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, how come nobody's talking about this? Because yeah. that should have been like a fucking pretty big deal, right? But like, so, and I think like in, in Endgame when they went back, right, a series of things happened. But I love how they did it with Loki because like the first major thing to happen. After them, them going back, which is already a, a rift in the timeline, right? Yeah. Is obviously the thing that happened after Captain America beats Captain America, and then Loki gets the um, the uh, the Tesseract, mm-hmm. right? But to your point, there are a lot of other events that happen, which would then continue to create even more and more and more. Uh, what do they? How do they refer to it? Wait, like the timeline. Like when something happens, when something goes off of the timeline, how do they refer to it again in Loki? Oh, that's a, a Nexus event or some shit like that. Uh, so a Nexus event is like a, you know, something major uh, that like cost. a planet blowing up or like a, a timeline ending, right? Uh, no, I don't think it means a timeline ending. I think a Nexus event is something that just it changes the trajectory of the timeline so much that yeah. it's forced to branch off into yeah. its own thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then Loki getting the Tesseract would be the first one, and then Captain America staying back would be the second one, right? Um, yeah, I guess for uh, yeah for for doing it. Does time. does Howard, you know, does a uh, um, uh, Stark meeting his father, Howard Stark, does that create some type of event I, well, or change not, in the timeline? Because because the idea goes is, did you affect enough things in order to throw a lot of things off? And I guess the longer you stay in the past or whatever, stay somewhere that you're not supposed to be, yeah. the more 
variation that timeline's going to have, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess if he talked to him for like 10 minutes and then he went about his day and he would have gone about his day regardless, then that didn't change too much. Of course, if you think about it hard enough, sure, that's going to probably change a lot. Yeah. But according to the fucking logic, it wasn't like a major thing. It wasn't like a major thing. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then you remember, remember that situation in Infinity War, right? When Doctor Strange analyzed like the one million and one possibilities of like how they beat Thanos, right? Like when Doctor Strange analyzed all of those possible events, right? Mm-hmm. Until he identified the one where they win. Yeah. Like, did he learn anything from all those situations? Like, was it just to be about beating Thanos? <sighs> yeah, I mean, or I, was I, it I like suppose it would something have to, else? I would suppose it would be that he learned just about Thanos, like in terms of how all that's going to play out. I, I don't think. It was like looking at all the possibilities within that particular universe, or I guess mm-hmm. within that world, right? So I'm sure he's not even seeing the shit that's coming with like Kang and all the other shit because he was just focused on this universe and how that was going to end up. Because if you think about it, uh, Thanos said he was going to destroy half of life in this universe. Yeah. So that's just this universe. Everybody else was just marching, like all the other universes are just marching on. Like, all right, yeah. You know? At least all the other universes that didn't have the snap happen. Yeah. Um, just kept going on. Yeah. Either way, I, I love where this, um, I love where the storyline's going right now with this yeah. whole like multiverse thing with Kang the Conqueror. Um, there's so much possibility. It's, like, it's fucking eh. insane. Yeah. The, the show, what if that's going to be, I think that's going to be hot because I used to think that that was just like a, whatever, like a sideshow that like, like you didn't really have to pay attention. But now I, what I realize it is, is them saying, Hey, here are all the other universes where these particular things had happened. So yeah. I just heard recently that it was, uh, it was going to be Canon, meaning that like it was going to be a part of like the official MCU timeline or or you know yeah whatever the, the this story is actually happening like in in um you know yeah that show looks dope yeah um and the crazy thing about all of this is they haven't even really like we haven't seen the eternals yet right we what is that gonna have in it that's yeah. gonna you know be the thing that sets the tempo for the future they haven't even introduced uh a lot of the other celestials a lot of the other um like the living tribunal the you know the um, they haven't introduced time and death and the um, oblivion and the galactus like all of these really really big characters uh, yeah. in the mcu um so there's so much more story to tell it's insane yeah i think where they go after this whole multiverse thing is i think they get way more personal with it because they have to right we've gone from our universe to multiple universes now we got to bring it back to like all right it's got to be like a personal like thing. smaller like, stories phase five has to be like a more toned down because you, you what are you gonna do multi multiverse like is yeah that, is that yeah, yeah i mean like that? all we know that's coming I, you know we know blade is coming in phase five right? yeah or at least like because yeah. i don't think he's a part of phase four so i think that, i hope they tell some of those like really interesting more like singular stories yeah, yeah. um anyways I, I i just thought i'd because uh, i was thinking about that earlier this week i just thought i'd uh uh chop it up about that um uh so uh i do have a couple of films here to talk about as far as uh, things that are happening this week and then taking place next week. Um, uh, Old comes out this week. Uh, it's the M. Night Shyamalan movie where they're at a beach and then everybody starts getting, all the kids start getting like dumb old. Mm, Did you see I the trailer for that? No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Again, with every M. Night Shyamalan movie, it's like, could be tight, also could be dumb as shit. Yeah. You never know. He, he's like one of those, uh, like, he's one of those directors who like, you know the people that love him love him the people that 
hate him hate his movies hate it like the village uh what was it like uh is it like lady in the water or something like that uh, i believe so yeah yeah i think yeah. it's lady in the water like, i, think I love the village but so a lot of people hated that movie uh, uh six sense yeah yeah um, some people thought that was the stupidest movie ever. i thought it was great i, I thought it. it was great i thought but, it was but great it, but it but his movies and i'll maintain this to like uh you know uh to my dying days is like his movies have like no rewatch value like I can't watch an M Night Shyamalan movie like the same way. Like I remember, and I and I know Ex- except for the Sixth Sense, you could watch the Sixth Sense many I times. I think that's and enjoy generally that movie. a good movie, yeah. but but it kind of ruins it a little bit when you know. Then you're just like, all right, well, all yeah. this shit. because the surprise is so big that it like dominates, like it overrides like all the great performances, the the storytelling up, up yeah. to that point. I think I think what makes it rewatchable is like going back and and seeing like all the little clues, right? right? The things you off. didn't catch, like right. how cold it gets in the rooms and like the. Color color red and like little in, like little small details that they drop throughout that movie yeah um the the first time i realized that no i can't rewatch these movies is i remember watching signs when i was in i don't know i forget what i was in uh that must have been like around like somewhere like middle school ish kind of situation yeah, budgeting on uh high school um and i remember watching it and thinking this is the great i watched it in theaters and it was like this is one of the greatest movies i've ever seen and then i watched it again on home video i made sure i got it on dvd i ran out to a fucking blockbuster and i instead of just renting it i bought it on fucking dvd bruh i watched it like yo this movie's trash um i would say i've seen signs maybe like two times uh from what i remember it was de- it was it was a pretty good movie. I remember the first time you actually saw the Trash, thing, dude. Like actually, I remember I, there was like a people yeah. looking yeah, at the window. But, but you see, I, I thought I would be like scared, like oh, because I remember watching it, like oh my god, what's that? Right, you watched it again, like yo, these dudes look stupid. Like <laughs> like it doesn't have it doesn't have that same impact because you're no longer like scared by it. And and the and then when you get to like the crux of the film, this is like oh, like water destroys them, and then somehow that just seems real stupid. Like when you. Like when you rewatch it, you're just like, nah, this is like mad dumb. Like, just they just choke on water. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like, why would they come to a planet that's <laughs> yeah, it's like, like covered 90% in a water. lot of water? That's that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was it was bad uh, bad planning on their part when they were whoever was drawing up those schematics for like, all right, this is the this is what we're going to do for like the next like two or three months. Uh, we're going to go to Earth real quick. We're going to dominate. Gonna stay there them. for a little bit. You know what I mean? They're going to hop up over to Venus. You know and shit. And it's like a lot of shit on planet Earth is made. Almost everything yeah. is made of, of and they were like with water. I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> yo, somebody got yeah. fired immediately. Oh, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Somebody lost their job. Whoever, whoever job that was, like, yo, you picked the absolute <laughs> worst planet to come to. And yeah. also, I mean, there is, there is, um, uh, no, never mind. There's hydrogen and oxygen, well, but there I are water vapors it. in the air, right? That's what humidity is. I believe so. So yeah. you know, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too scared to sound stupid. So I'm like tepidly <laughs> rocking with you, like. Because yeah, yeah, humidity right. is the amount of like uh, moisture, moisture uh, in the air, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you sound like you're working that out in real time. You're just no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I knew this. Yeah. I'm smart. Quick math. One plus Quick one math. is two. Um, so how could they even come to the planet and breathe? Yeah, if they, there is yeah, they moisture been, and humidity and water in the air. Immediately. Yeah. They should, they, like... It, they wouldn't have been hard to like find out because they would have just been coughing. They would have came lung. off the ship. <laughs> yo, yo, did you hit a blunt today? What's Mike, going on? what's up? <laughs> they like, yo, let's get back on this shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. Movie yeah. done. That movie should have ended. Not to in mention, 15 if it seconds. rained, oh, oh my no. god, yeah, they all would have needed the the waterproof 
brand new off-white jackets. Off-white didn't even come out then, but they needed it. It's only off-white. We can't. We can't. We can't do. Purple they didn't come gray. here from space to wear no motherfucking Gap. It's gotta be off-white. Um, so another movie uh, that that uh, is coming out this week, Snake Eyes, uh, drops this yeah. week. Um, the mindless action I'm looking uh, yeah, for. Yeah, not going to the theaters, so watch that. I want to wait till that comes Is out. it uh, no, it's in not, theaters it's only? Not on demand. Yeah, it's, it's in theaters only. Um, next week, Jungle Cruise. Um, well, hold on. Well, we got to pause there for a second. I never thought there would come a day when we would be sitting here like in theaters yeah. Gross. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. The, no, I want to watch it there, from home. There are there a used lot to be people. a great experience going to the theaters. Now it's like I have to I leave go the to things. But so yeah, we haven't um, we haven't been. Uh, if you take out t- uh, Tenet because we went to a drive-in theater to to watch Tenet. Um, uh, if you take that out of the picture, uh, we haven't been to the theaters. Uh, I haven't been to the theaters, and well, it's been almost two years, dude. Uh, Yo, <laughs> that, what that do is, you think is the last movie you saw in theaters? I think it was us. I want to say it was us. It, it couldn't have been us because that was really that was a long yeah, time. No, that was 2019. Damn, I think. Man, what like a, the t- we, we're gonna have to look this was up. Was it Venom? No, it wasn't. What Venom. movies came out at the top of like? No, nah, that's gonna take too long to look up. We'll we'll have to save that for yeah. for, for another show. But uh, but yeah, it's been a long time. I'm not breaking that in order to go see Snake Eyes. I can I can guarantee that. No. Um, uh, coming out next week though is Jungle Cruise, um, with uh, The Rock and Emily Blunt. Um, that looks like it's a family movie. I'm sure it'll be fun. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, most of his movies are family movies. Uh, and here's what I'm wondering, though. Hmm. I hope he, because he's already built the brand of like being like this, uh, you know, larger than life action hero, but still manages to like make fun movies for his daughter to watch. Right. Which yeah. I love that about The Rock. You know, he's like um, he could do the bad guy shit, but he's like, you know, you know, kind of like, like I mean, he also I mean, they, they cut him a check. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but but again, I'm sure, I'm sure this, that makes it a little easier. To, sure, to but at this point in time in his career yeah. in Hollywood, like, I, I'm very certain he's dictating his projects and like scripts are being dictating written. his projects in the sense that, like, he's not doing anything tremendously like out of his wheelhouse. But I'm sure he's not dictating like you. I, I can imagine uh, he probably gets pitched like a hundred different scripts like a year. And I'm then, sure, and then yeah, he he's chooses the, he's the biggest. Well, I guess. I think he's, he's the he's highest one of the grossing highest, yeah. uh, actors in Hollywood, I don't know if he's right? Grossing. I don't know if that's the thing. Right? No, I, I think he gross. is the highest grossing I'm and highest sure paid. Grossing. I know actor. he's highest paid. Yeah. Who, highest would, be, who would be grossing more uh, than him per film? Uh I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like, uh, say, if Cruise comes out with a film, like you know, I'm sure those Mission Impossible. Fellas, are still I looked doing. it up, and it is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, highest grossing and highest paid actor in Hollywood. Yes. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, um, so again, I think he's very much dictating the projects he works on, and he like picks his projects specifically, like projects that are on brand, right? On brand yeah. with him. Um, as far as I understand, the some of the news coming out is that Black Adam is going to be like a departure from what you typically see from Dwayne Johnson. It'll be like a darker character. I mean, and Black Adam is that. But like, he's going to get to play like... Man, he's just going to be like... He's asshole. just going to say the word shut up once in the movie. And then be like, he's so dark. Dude. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he really went over the edge on this one. Um, but yeah, apparently it's going to be like, he's going to take... Because Hobbs was a little bit more like rough around the edges, right? Yeah. Um, so he's going to take that and go even like further. So I, I, I hope we see that for him. For sure. Kind, kind of like what we saw from Denzel late, late, later in his career, right? Yeah. When he did Training Day, which a lot of people were like, yo, I did not... 
think I expect you know, that, from, that from Denzel. Denzel and then Equalizer and Book of Eli, things like that. Yeah. Um, Yo, consider this, guys. Samuel L. Jackson, highest grossing star in 2020. Really? What did he do? What I mean, did he come out with? When did uh, Captain Marvel come out? That, that was definitely 2019, right? Yeah, it was 2019. fuck did he do in 2020? I got it. I don't know. Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home. He was in Endgame Marvel, all of 10 seconds. Glass. Very literally. Yeah. It's the and website, thenumbers.com. Wait, Glass? When did Glass come out? Glass didn't come out 2020. That came Let's out like, out like January 2019 and it ran into 2020. Oh, it ran mm, into all of uh, these movies still were selling in 2020. Yeah, Endgame was definitely end of 2019. Okay, that doesn't no, no, really no. End, count. Endgame wasn't 20 and uh, that was uh, that was March. I'll never forget it. Oh yeah, yeah that was when that was, uh, uh, Game of Game, Thrones. Yeah yeah, 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 I'll never forget that. So, huh? That's interesting. Oh, did it go for like a re? Didn't it, did it go back into theaters? I think so. Like to like beat to out push it over, Avatar and, and all then that it stuff. Probably lost it again. Yeah. Sloppy. Mm. Interesting though. Good for yeah. Samuel L. Yeah, go 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 uh go go that motherfucker. Right, isn't that his thing? Yeah, but you said that terribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah you ruined it. I don't lie. know who that was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh now to wrap this up, um, we've got um the Green Knight coming out uh mm. next week. I'm ready for it. I now you you're we're talking about movies that we'd go to the theater for. I think I might go to the theaters. That might be the one that pulls me out uh and, and get back into the seat because that looks great. Dev Patel, um and uh uh I think David Lowry, I, I believe that's his name, uh is the director for the film. Um and he he previously did uh Ghost Story uh with uh Kate Mar no no Rooney Mara and um Casey Affleck. Um which I thought was a fantastic movie, a, a, a weird movie, but a, but a great movie. I very much enjoyed that. Um, and uh, Green Knight looks weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I am into it, dude. Um, you know who's also going to be in this movie? Um, mm-hmm. So there are a couple of other faces in this movie. Erin uh, um, uh, Kellyman. She played the, um, the the villain in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like the, she had the freckles and the, and the red yeah, orange okay, hair. Yeah, okay, yeah. So she's in this movie. Yeah, fuck with her. Um, Sean Harris, who plays the villain in, um, I believe, Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Actor. I remember Sean. some villain in some movie. Maybe it was Ghost Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> so he, yeah. oh, go ahead and keep talking. Yeah. Now. So he plays the villain in, in um, Ghost Protocol. And then they also have like Joe Edgerton, uh, who he's like, I believe he was in Avatar, wasn't he? Um. Joe, yeah, I think he, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he was the guy in the wheelchair, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, so he's in this film as well, so this film, The Green, uh, the Green Knight, has like a dope cast, um, and I'm definitely looking forward to this, I think you're right, this might be one of those movies that um, will bring me out to the theater, because like, I feel like this film would be good to watch from the couch at home, but I'm ready to get back into the theaters, I'm just looking for that one film to really like push me to go back into the theaters. I thought it was going to be Fast and Furious 9. It came out a couple like weeks ago. I haven't seen it at this point. Um, I really wanted to see... Uh, what was that fucking movie we just watched? Black Widow. I really wanted to see that in theaters too. But again, it was like theater or couch. And here's what I don't miss about the movie theaters. Because if you have to take a piss or you have to take a mid-movie shit... You cannot pause it in theaters. You can't. 
that type of convenience at home, it's hard to put a price on it. That that uh, you know, I've been eating the, the the nachos with the cheese, or I got the hot dog with the extra cheese, or I'm eating a pizza or something like that, and it's like, hey, you know what? I need I need five seven minutes. I need mid movie shit. Hey, shout out to shout out to to Ray man for fucking bantering while I was. Were you were you still looking in this direction? Uh, occasionally, you know, <laughs> pretending to make eye contact hey, with somebody. Wait a wait a fucking stall, dude. I was over uh, I was over by Addy trying to help Addy figure some some tech stuff this out. This is what here. I do all day. Yeah, just talk to yourself. Is that <laughs> it, sometimes when I'm in the car, I don't, yeah. I'm not even listening to music. I'm just talking. If you're driving down the road and you see me, you're like, yo, he knows every word to that song. <laughs> no, I'm just talking to myself. Uh, well, that's curious. Um, but uh, but look, I I I don't know, Addy. Are we? Can we? Should we just move on here um and maybe you'll you'll find what you got to find uh along the way hey i just i just want to say i had everything ready to go i emailed you all of the b-roll i, I just checked my email no email exists that's so all right <laughs> you, you you can go ahead i'll fix everything all right we'll we'll, we'll go ahead and jump into our, our main segment here was um, that that was from his Kevin Durant email, the burner email. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and change that, that uh, Chiron for me. Um, but uh, man, let's look, look, let's get into it, man. Um, we're, we're not going to mix any sort of words here. We're not going to, you know, uh, uh, we're not going to stall here. We're just going to jump right into this shit. Space Jam. What are your thoughts? Space Jam, a new legacy. LeBron James. So, what, what, what are we thinking here? Watched this movie last night. Yeah, with the uh, with, with the kiddo. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was um, familiar. I thought it hmm. looked great visually. Why did you think it was familiar? Can I ask that? Um, I mean, obviously, like we we know not not just ignoring LeBron James, right? Ignoring Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's been a somewhat of a resurgence of a lot of like the WB content, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've got um, Looney Tunes back. We've got. Um, uh, who are the the three Wacko, Yakko, and Dot? Um, what are they called? Animaniacs, Animaniacs yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I think Pinky and the Brain recently is like new Pinky and the Brain episodes, right? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's WB as well. So, it, like, and, and I loved watching this movie and like seeing all of the other WB content. You know, we saw the Night King in the background, the mask. We saw like Men in Black, uh, uh, Kong, which like you know another big movie that came out recently. Harry Potter. So it was like you're watching the movie, and you're seeing all of these like nods to like other WB shows and content. Obviously, you know the Space Jam story. LeBron's in it. Uh, I love the family story. His real life son was in the film as well. Was that um, we were trying to figure that out? Was that his real son? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think this movie was really about his relationship with his son. Because in real life, so we we're all we all know um, like LeBron James, and we all know like Bronny, Who's we right? all? I don't know any of this shit. Okay, I don't. Well, no, <laughs> I so like you follow. LeBron so you know LeBron James' son, right? Bronny. No, I don't. <laughs> How do you not know who Bronny is? He's like I, I hear the name all the time, but he's got like three sons, and I call them all Bronny. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> the, there's one son who's like his actual nickname is Bronny, right? When his, people say Bronny, they're talking about the one particular who's like. A basketball um, star. He's gonna be like, you know, if LeBron lasts another two or three years in NBA, um, the, the 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 inkling is right that like the Lakers are gonna draft Bronny, and that this will be the first time in NBA history that a father and son is has ever played on the same team. To, it's fucking great. Is he okay? Yo, no, he's a beast. I think he's like the highest. Um, he's I think he's in college right now. I forget what school he's playing for, but he's like. Wait, but that's not the. But that's the son that we saw going to like fucking uh, basketball or not basketball, uh, 
was it fucking computing camp? Whatever. What do you go to? Um, Gaming camp or some shit? No, no, no. So, so that was an actor, right? So no, the kid in this movie who created the game, yeah, um, Dom, yeah, uh, that is like I think like your LeBron's like younger son, right? his older son, huh. yeah, his older son Bronny. He's like the basketball star, and he was the one who was getting hit with like the basketball and stuff like. No, that. No, no, that was an actor. That kid what was. The, an actor. What is happening? Here? <laughs> so shit. the only which one was his son? <laughs> Dom, the kid who created the game. But that was the one that you're saying is a beast? That's no, 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 no. Oh, that's, that's, his name is actually Dom. Yeah. And then um, uh, LeBron has an older son who's also who's named as LeBron, but gotcha. they call him Bronny. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. He's like, when, when, the, when they do the NBA draft, he's probably going to be the number one kid coming out. Goddamn chart for this shit. So, but yeah, so this movie, because um, re- in real life, LeBron James, um, his younger son, Dom, uh, is not like you know in Hooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not a uh, huge in the basketball. I think he plays, but he's not. He doesn't love the game like Bronny and LeBron yeah. do, right? Yeah. His thing is gaming. Um. So and in real life, like LeBron had a, like a kind of like a rift with his son because like he's like you know LeBron's like basketball is life, basketball is life. Like his family, we play ball. You know, this is what we do. And then like he started to like tear apart from his son because his son was like, yo, like that you love this thing. I don't love this thing. So this movie is really like really about like their relationship. So I thought knowing that backstory and then watching this movie. I see we got that B roll up. Is it uh we we found it, Eddie? Hey, it was never lost. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This guy. So like knowing the backstory behind this movie and then watching the movie and then being able to like, if you've seen the first Space Jam, kind of like relive uh, some of the things or, you know, see at least more of it. Yeah. um, I thought it was well done. LeBron James, you know, he's not a good actor. (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know why anybody would come into this film. Yeah. Expecting to see like an Oscar-winning performance. No, 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 no. I think that's hyperbole. Or, or no, even, nobody. Yeah, nobody came. Or into even it like Oscar. really good acting. He's no. Not, I don't think anybody even expected that. I think people no, I, expected just medium acting, and, and we didn't even get yeah. that. <laughs> and so, like, the, the thing is, and I, I listened to like uh, Undisputed, you know, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, and one of the things like Skip Bayless was saying was that like Michael did a better job at playing Michael than LeBron did at playing LeBron. I would agree, and. I think actually, actually, you know what? I, I agree, but I think that's missing the whole point altogether. And I'll explain here in a moment. Yeah. So like, I, I didn't necessarily agree or disagree with him. I think LeBron played LeBron. Like, you know, in real life, LeBron is just like a, you know, you see his. No, I think you, I think we've seen in every movie that we've seen LeBron in, we've, we've seen LeBron play LeBron and and he was actually good. Like, so for instance, in Trainwreck, he's actually good in Trainwreck. Like, I don't, I don't think I saw that one. That's fair. But he he was actually pretty decent in in Trainwreck, but there's a difference between Trainwreck and Space Jam. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll explain where I'm going. And I think that different, like, you know, acting with like animated characters and like real people. Jordan also had to act with animated characters. But like, so one of the things that I would say is like LeBron would the LeBron I saw in this Space Jam was like similar to the LeBron you see on like social media I fucking or hope not. on he other was a things. Dick in this movie. Uh and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like his like mannerisms, right? His like who uh, him playing him. He's he's goofy, he's silly. Like he makes jokes. He's like but he, not, I wouldn't say necessarily he's un, uncomfortable, but he's like a goofy guy. Yeah, Whereas, but he wasn't really that goofy in this movie. He had goofy moments, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was like really to the degree that we thought we were we, we were going to get. We thought like based off of his previous acting roles, as well as just us knowing LeBron from social media, yada, yada. I, we thought we were going to get more of that. Yeah. But instead, we kind of just got a kind of a douche a little bit. Like he, he he's half the movie. He just spends being kind of a dick, you know, Somewhat, um, which yeah, I think yeah. it was a. Uh, 
it was a little bit of a curveball. Yeah, you know? but I thought like you know we got Goofy <clears throat> LeBron in this movie. Michael Jordan, <clears throat> just, he's just a more serious guy. So if you look at the old Space Jam too, he's just a little bit more like yeah. I, serious, I watched it. Right? I watched. I literally watched the uh, the old Space Jam like yeah. right after watching so, the, uh, the new one. In terms of their acting, like I didn't mind either one. What I came to this movie for, right? And I think this is a kids movie, so let's be real. What you should come to this movie for is to be entertained, to have a few laughs. Like, sure. does the story itself make sense? Yeah. Why is all this thing ha- all this stuff happening? Uh, and how, like, take something away from the movie, have a good time throughout the whole process. I think yeah. the movie delivered on that. Yeah. Um, so look, um, so I did watch the uh, the first Space Jam right after because I was so curious, right? Uh, and honestly, I was I was watching with Caroline, and, and we were both really curious about like. All right. Well, how does this stack up? Because it's been literally decades since I've watched uh, the the first Space Jam. I think I stopped watching it at some point in the nineties. It came out in ninety seven. I think ninety eight was probably like the last year I watched it. Right. Um, so I hadn't seen it in a really long time. I'm not really a Space Jam uh, fan. Um, didn't really care for it when it came out, but uh, it was clearly part a part of the culture. Right. Uh, watching the new iteration, there were some stark. There were some things that were done that I noticed like right off the bat that I was like, whoa, where are we heading to here? Right. And I was curious if the first one had any bit of that and it did, but far less of it. Now, what am I talking about with uh, and, and let me go to IMDb here because I got to I got to check this guy out because I got to I got to see who directed this this movie. Um, you you had. um uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Malcolm Lee uh, direct this movie. Now, Malcolm Lee, I guess, has done some different titles. Um, none of which will I that, that I'll call you know a one products, right? We've got Girls Trip, which is actually pretty decent, right? I, I hear that was that was pretty decent. I, I haven't watched it myself, but I heard it was decent. The Best Man Holiday. I don't know if we're gonna we're gonna be rating any fucking you know oscar nomination uh <laughs> uh letters about that uh, undercover brother like so we, we get a sort of a little bit of a tempo right that these movies aren't best known for their storytelling right fair enough um now when space jam a new legacy comes on you you are immediately taken back by the awkwardness of lebron right that uh, lebron out of honestly everybody in the film seems the most like awkward and i was like well this is weird why does he why does it lebron's a pretty charismatic dude like why does yeah. this feel so kind of clunky himself. a little bit yeah playing himself you would think he'd be more natural and what i realized what it was like five minutes into the movie was a combination of things for one or a combination of three things i think and these are the big things directing editing and writing those three things were god-awful in this movie if you're working with somebody who's LeBron James, he's an athlete first and then whatever the hell else he's doing afterwards. Right. Just like Michael was when he, uh, uh, you know, when he did the first space jam, yeah. what you're supposed to do is protect that person. Right. Um, it, it, it's like wrestling, right? Like when you're, you know, this is a thing that they do in wrestling when a guy's uh, what they call green, you know, uh, in wrestling, when he's first starting out, the, he, he has to work with people who are going to protect him, right? Who, who are going to lead him down a certain path, who aren't going to go out there and make him look stupid because you can easily make a guy who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing out there look dumb, right? Yeah. Um, but you, you hopefully you're working with people who are going to make you look good because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, right? people who are going to compliment. Exactly. And not compliment you as like, hey, you look nice today, but like compliment <laughs> like your skill set and like elevate you a little bit. Elevate you. Yeah. That's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for some things to 
to, to elevate. Now they had Don Cheadle in this room, which is Don Cheadle's. There's no, we don't need to. Don yeah. Cheadle's Don Cheadle, right? Um, he's a, an amazing actor. He probably um, didn't even read the script. No, he was just he going. Just, he's like, guys, I just, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, was there a script? They try to hand it to him. He's like, get that shit out of my face, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but with LeBron, first of all, the lines that they gave him were just cheesy as fuck. So I don't know if LeBron had a hand in play, uh, writing it or if somebody else did. I don't care who the fuck wrote that. If LeBron did, then LeBron should never be anywhere near a fucking writing room. Um, if there was other people who wrote that for him, what the fuck were you doing? Like, yeah. Because you just gave him these cheese ball lines that it's like, yo, fam, like on social media nowadays, like like kids know what's corny and what's not like fucking six-year-olds know what's corny and what's not right like so it's like yo we need to get somebody in here who can say things pretty seamlessly and there's a degree of cheese that i'm willing to accept with a space jam movie yeah this movie was a few bridges too (laughs) too much there there were there were points throughout this movie when like you know the cheese was it was a bit too rich right it's like I like some cheese, but like to dial it down a little bit. I don't need it smothered everywhere. I'm a little lactose intolerant. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, so yeah. and I definitely agree with that, right? Um, but like to your point, I think, I think what a lot of people's gonna criticisms about this film is gonna be more so like LeBron James and like his performance, what he did do, didn't do well, what he did do well, and they're gonna forget that. Like, you know, I was talking to one of my boys in a group chat the other day. My boy Patrick, he was like, "Yo, like, you know." He was like, oh, LeBron James is just a copycat. Why did he make this movie? Like, you know, this is, he didn't even see the movie. He was like, this is a shitty movie. And I'm like, yo, what like LeBron didn't make this movie. This is a Warner Brothers property. I think his production company was involved in um So a part of the production, yeah, of course. And like No, I mean like they were like he was pushing for this movie to be made. Like it wasn't it wasn't like Space Jam just as like oh shit, we could do a movie with LeBron. I mean, I guess they were kind of like that, but he also was like Yes. Yeah, I would imagine it was it was like a meeting of like, like minds, right? Sure. Like you know, Warner Brothers team and Warner Brothers. LeBron seems like, hey, like let's make this, let's bring this thing to life, let's make it happen, right? Uh-huh. But there is a writer, there are a team of writers who actually like wrote this film, right? There are, uh, I think we just lost the camera here oh, for yeah, a second. So there are a team of writers who like wrote this film. There's directors, there's producers, there's like a lot of other moving parts on this film. Mm-hmm. That like weren't Le- like LeBron didn't write, direct, and star in this movie, and then do the editing and like <laughs> like the visual effects. Like he didn't do everything on his film, so it's yeah. like you you know you can have your criticisms about him, but also look at the storyline of the film. Look at the like visually, did it look good? Did it feel good? Did you have a few laughs? Things like right, that. but that, but that's kind of what I'm trying to uh, drive at is that there were a lot of other factors, and LeBron isn't he isn't it? Like let's just be frank but yeah. neither him or jordan were great great actors right um and so but why does one because space jam go back and watch space jam i don't know if you did that or not but go back and watch space jam one it feels a lot different it's still corny but feels a lot different than than what we got with this this iteration um so for one the writing um from both a storyline standpoint as well as uh the dialogue right like the dialogue for sure was off the story too was a little bit too like kind of convoluted. Like we try to do way too much. Like watching the first Space Jam, I, what I noticed is like super simple. Hey, some outer space fucking animated shits want to are pissed or something like that, so they send their dudes to Earth and uh, they challenge the Looney Tunes. So like a uh, or they they want to dominate the Looney Tunes or some shit like that. But the Looney Tunes are like, hey, before you do that, let's play a basketball game to decide what happens here. Oh, okay. Like, let's get all these, you know, and then they they go and, you know, find out like who are the basketball players and they go get their fucking talents and shit. And then uh, the Looney Tunes go like, who's the best basketball player? And of course, Michael Jordan, super fucking simple story. 
Yeah. This story, it's like, all right, well, you got the beef between the father and son. The kid's a tech dude. He creates this game. He's got this tech that he used for the game. And then uh, somehow they get, uh, you know, introduced to the Warner Bros. It's just, there's a lot fucking going on with this movie that I thought they could have pared that down. I appreciated what they tried to do in terms of creating the story of like, okay, LeBron, uh, he gets that, um, he gets scolded from his coach. So you see how that translates into uh how he interacts with his son which might be true to life but as far as a movie goes it was just way too fucking convoluted from a storytelling standpoint and then on top of that the editing for this movie at least for in terms of the combination of the editing and the dialogue was awful you, there were so many scenes where it just lingers where yeah. Le- lebron will say something and it's like a corny thing and the camera will just sit there for like a beat and you're just like yo no like this <laughs> like that was too corny for us to be sitting with it this long like you know what i mean um and so i think uh for sure um yeah for sure like that the editing was really fucked up from 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 that standpoint as far as like technically they did a lot of things with this movie that were that were great as far as like some of like the uh you know special effects and things like that like yeah. some of the special effects look fucking dope right but the actual like editing as for when it deals with the dialogue itself was just it was it was not great and yeah. then and then the last thing i'll throw out is is the directing i think that the, if you're working with somebody who's as new as lebron to acting right and that this is not his forte right he spends like fucking 80 percent of his time worried about basketball right what you got to do is you got to surround him by people what i noticed in the first space jam is that Michael Jordan has like five lines in the entire fucking movie, right? He barely acts in that movie, yeah. right? So he's protected because they don't expose him, right? You, he's not on screen long enough to, for you to really truly notice that he's such a terrible actor. That's why nobody really cared when it first came out, right? Because he spent all of 10 minutes on screen or, or 10 minutes as far as his dialogue goes or his interacting. And then when he was on screen with people, he's on screen with people like fucking... Um, Bill Murray, uh, the dude who's from Seinfeld, the, the big dude from Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget his name. Uh, yeah, I forget his name. Uh, Seinfeld in Jurassic Park, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, he's surrounded by people who can carry him, you know, which is, that's what you want, right? LeBron spends, like, a predominantly, like, uh, and especially when you're working with, like, animated characters. Now, Michael did interact with bug, uh, bugs and all that, but you see his dialogue is short to the point. He doesn't fucking, he doesn't have these, like, long, like, diatribes, and he doesn't try to do anything too crazy, you know? It's, it's all maintained and controlled right yeah whereas lebron it's like they try to do they treated lebron as if he was a great actor which is like no he's not clearly um and so as they were going through the editing for this movie i had to wonder like what when you guys are taking a taking a look at some of the takes for this film weren't you just like no like this doesn't work like what the fuck are we doing here yeah. you know um so so anyway so the, the, those are all like my uh and sorry some people every now and then decide to uh to roll around and sh- you know uh, to run on the street with a uh, fucking speaker yeah, but yeah to like, your point like I, I do feel like lebron i'm sorry michael was surrounded by a lot more like talented and uh experienced actors in this sorry. situation the only one um I mean, Don Cheadle obviously is a uh, seasoned actor, right? And then we have the actress who plays his wife, um, who plays his wife, Savannah. What LeBron, is her name? LeBron's wife? Uh, yeah, the actress who plays... Uh, so, uh, Sonique, Sonequa Martin-Green, mm-hmm. um, who plays Kamaya James, um, who is also then playing 
Savannah James, which is you know LeBron's wife in real life. We've seen her in in a few shows. I believe she was in. Uh, so she's currently starring in like Star Trek, mm-hmm. um, but she was also in several seasons of The Walking Dead. Um, mm. From like 2012 to 2018, so she's a seasoned mm. actress as well, um, and it looks like she's also been in like a few. She uh, plays Moira in Handmaid's Tale. No, that's that not, her? not her at all. No, I look alike. No, yeah, I had to. I knew you were saying that based off of because I was like, no, that is not her. <laughs> uh, but no, she was in a few other things. She was in like a um, <laughs> looks like the new girl. She was in uh, Gossip Girl, The Good Wife, things like that. Yeah. So she is a seasoned actress as well as like Don Cheadle. But I do think like Michael Jordan was definitely surrounded by a bit more talent, uh, and I and I made an error earlier. So like this character Dom, he's uh, based off of LeBron's real son Bryce. So he's, so he's not, not LeBron's real okay. son. He's That's based what off I figured. Of LeBron's real I son figured. Bryce because yeah. he was actually a de- fairly decent actor. So I was like, unless LeBron's son is just doing laps around him, yeah, just, <laughs> in the just, acting department, just beast. Said <laughs> <laughs> so you got the court, but nigga, who got, yeah. who's got the uh, silver screen? But overall, I think this movie delivered on. For the most part, the things it was supposed to d- deliver on. Like I'm, I, you know, I'm watching the movie with my daughter, and like we're laughing, we're entertained, we're having fun with the movie. It looks good, it's funny, it has all those goofy moments. Um, they were right on cue with like all of the characters. I mean, fucking Daffy, uh, Daffy Duck was hilarious. Was it? No, that was I wasn't Daffy Duck. Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah. Donald Duck was hilarious in that movie. I love Sylvester. Um, Foghorn Leghorn, funny as shit. Yeah. Um, I like what they did with uh, Lola Bunny. Um, yeah, for all the jazz about Lola, I, so I went back and watched the first movie. She wasn't really even, she wasn't that much bigger part of the first movie. And also, the second movie, she wasn't really a big, so I don't, for everybody who's like, oh my God, I can't believe they're desexualizing her. It's just like, for one, this is a weird fucking uh, 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 hill to die on. Um, and then two, like she's barely like a part of the movie. Yeah, so why like, the fuck it's like, you're it watching this with your son or your daughter. Why do you <laughs> want her to be sexualized? So like, weird. Wait till the kids go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and one of my favorite characters in this movie, like the, uh, the, the granny, I don't remember oh, yeah, her. She yeah. She was in the first movie. What, but I don't remember like that character. Too oh, much. with Tweety. Yeah, she 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 was with Tweety oh, and Sylvester. Oh, that's Tweety. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, never mind. Now, now yeah. I know where she was from. Uh, and then some of the other like um, uh, uh, athletes who appeared in this film, I thought Anthony Davis's character, like the Brow and the Hawk or whatever character, I thought that he was kind of whack. If I'm, uh, if I'm you didn't being like perfectly it, honest, nah. uh, I thought he was pretty cool. He looked good. Like the character itself looked good. He looked scary. Yeah, I think they was, look cool, but then like they did the weird shit, the voice, and I don't know. I just yeah, it was it was a little off. Damien Lillard's character was dope. Dame Time was that like robot Dame man. Hard, yeah. Dame yeah, Time was hard. It was kind of hard. Um, yeah. I thought Clay Thompson's character was like really. I, I didn't get I that barely, was Clay at all. Yeah, like, the I water guy knew it was Clay. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was weird. Um, but again, this movie did a lot of things that it should have done. It was funny. It was entertaining. Um, I, I thought visually this movie looked crazy, especially like when the game was starting and they had all the WB characters like running down the hill. And you well, that, that's just it. I, I kind of didn't understand that part either because it was like a mix of like regular people and then WB people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're bringing in the, the tunes, right, from like Toon World and all the other WB content, but you're also bringing in like human fans, right? Kind of like what they did in like the NBA bubble, right? You, like they like uh, uh, teleprompted people in, but they were sucking people in from the real world to be fans. It, it, didn't they do that in the ri- original Space Jam too? No, I think it was just, um, I think it was just uh, like fake. Really? Like a fake f- audience, like a like a 
just a random audience. Like, I don't think it was, it wasn't like yeah. WB characters or anything like that. I, 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 like, I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a miss for me. I thought it was cool. Like, you know, if they sucked LeBron and his son and his I, I don't know if it was a miss. I, Cause I enjoyed like looking through the crowd and shit, but yeah. I just didn't, I didn't understand it. I guess this yeah. is the point. And I didn't really have a problem with that. I was just like, Oh, that's, yeah. is it, is it real people or is it the WB people? And now just, there were definitely yeah. some cool, like, background characters yeah, right like agent king smith. kong yeah. the giant agent smith the ice the night king was there and all that shit yeah, the, the mask yeah, was they, there they, they were rolling deep with game of thrones yeah they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah had all the, like, the white walkers and all that yeah, stuff yeah, so yeah. It, it was fun you know I, like i think there were things there for the kids and then there are also like things there for the adults to enjoy too so sure. um would i give this movie an a i'd probably give it like a b minus you're crazy get the fuck out of here look b minus you don't want to give it a fuck no no but for it's, it's like awful what do you mean for its genre again, no i'm not saying it's a b minus and then i'm also going to give like a quiet place no a b-. I'd, look i'd give the original space jam i'd give that like a c mm-hmm. right because it's just a weird fucking zany movie and it's like all right middle of the road kind of i'd give this like a d it's lucky it doesn't get an f like in fact i'm tempted to just give it an f. i wonder it what bad. like it was again this movie. is a kid's movie i wonder what like kids would give this movie that's uh, i'd be curious right? too i'd be curious if this did resonate with kids nowadays if they felt because there's for sure they don't feel a way about because space jam was like a weird cultural <laughs> phenomenon that just yeah. fucking came out of nowhere no way because it from what i understand it, it the original idea came from uh bugs bunny uh michael jordan commercial like mm-hmm. that's where kind of everything sort of st- yeah, yeah uh that that's where it all yeah, started and, and, from as far as i understand michael didn't even really want to do the original i'm uh, sure Space he did when you read that script you're like this like, this could be do? This could- <laughs> uh, Mike, the show for, for and then he pieces. saw them zeros and they were like yeah <laughs> all right maybe maybe let's uh let's see what where this turns but out. yeah that's the question though does this movie resonate with kids if that's it true. does then it did what it was supposed to do from the adult perspective, I feel like we're going to be somewhat jaded. We're going to like, oh, uh, you know, the original one is better. And like, you know, people who are like MJ but, fans uh, are going to be but, like, oh, I hate LeBron. And but, then LeBron it, fans are going to be like, oh, it's f- great. F- fair enough. But I, I think that it's just, it's a worse film than he, than the first one. Not because of the, well, because of how they didn't hide LeBron's performance. Like they hid MJ's. Yeah. Like, I think that's why it's a far worse film because they, they put, they just rushed lebron out there on the fucking on the summer jam yeah <laughs> on the summer jam screen when he didn't need to be you know yeah. they could have did they could have protected him in so many different ways and so that's why i think it's a, it's a worse film than and one of the criticisms one. i heard was like lebron had more time to prepare for this right like you have sure. the blueprint of the original but, space but again game. i don't blame lebron's not a fucking actor so yeah. i don't care like yeah, so it doesn't care if he had 10 exactly years it doesn't matter if like okay this other movie was made 10 years ago and now i can watch that film and no. then i get the idea behind it but you still have to be a good actor and he's not an actor by by profession no. or by training so like you got to just kind of take what you get from him, but like, were there other things in the movie that uh, were were done well? And I think I think there were. Yeah, the only thing I can say it was done well with the film is the, uh, the graphics. That's really the only thing the that I, I can I can yeah. I can hold on to there. Uh, outside of that, I don't know if there's really much there for me. But uh, but anyways, that was uh, that was our talkings about uh, Space Jam. Look, let's let's move on to some other shit here. Let's move on to our first trailer here. Um, I've been hearing about this movie for quite some time. Um, Let's talk about The Last Duel. Uh, this is uh, a movie uh, about King Charles the Sixth. I, I, I think that's how, how the, the Roman nomen for six uh, declares that uh, Knight Jean de Caragos, Caragos? Um, settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel. This is directed by the one, the only uh, Ridley Scott uh, and was written by a slew of people, uh, including Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Nicole uh, Halfinson, Halfinson, 
Halfner. Um, and uh, this is, I guess, based three on different book. People? Three different people did the screenplay. Uh, no, no, I mean, like the that that Nicole person. Oh, yeah, she's got like 18 names in Burger, Hoffman, and Hoffman. Fuck is that? Is that German? What is that? Um, uh, and then um, the it's based off of a book written by uh, Eric uh, Jager, I believe. Uh, and of course, this stars, of course, Matt Damon, um, Jody uh, Comer. Um, ben Affleck and, and Adam Driver uh, and is due out October 15th of this particular year. Uh, without further ado, Shout let's out check out ben the last one. Yeah, Batfleck. There is only one question that matters. Do you swear on your life that what you say is true? My father told me my life would be blessed with good fortune. I'm married. I was a good wife. And then was judged and shamed by my country. The most unspeakable charge has been brought against you. Jacques Legree entered our home. He attacked me. The accusation is false. I am telling the truth. The truth does not matter. There is only the power of men should be settled quietly. I am innocent! I request a duel to the death. If you lose, your wife will suffer dire consequences. One of us has lied. Let us let God decide. You do not believe me. I am risking my life for you. You are risking my life so you can save your bride. that you are to be burned alive. I will not be silent. All right. That was the last duel, the trailer for the last duel, rather. Uh, what do you think? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked all right. Uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't very. Um, it was there was nothing like sexy or like. Uh, Explain what you mean by sexy, because I think I think I understand what you mean by sexy, but some other so, people might not. For every movie, right, especially a trailer, like there has to be that like thing about it that's like, ooh, I like that. You know, it's kind of like if you it's sexy, like that. Oh, I like that. That that little thing that turns me on, that like flips the switch, that like, all right, you've got my attention now. Mm. Whether it's 
you know, whether it's the action, whether it's the pacing, whether it's like the tone, whether it's like the aesthetic of it, how it looks, the, you know, the, the way the characters are dressed, like the, there has to be that one thing that like turns you on. And I didn't get that. I was watching this movie. I was soft the entire time. <laughs> Uh, uh yes uh well well i hope so we don't uh, this is, uh, we're, we're keeping a fade uh or uh not even half concept masked, studios just yeah, flaccid we're, we're keeping proof of concept studios a uh a, a hard free zone is, uh, is this, we're this we could produce many things here. Okay. <laughs> it's not enough space there's not enough space uh but i i think i have to agree with you usually i find somewhere to like disagree with you but uh but really, I, I I really do think that there wasn't anything uh, like they try to dress it up kind of nicely. You know, the, the trailer with doing the like the, the weird scrolling. Yeah, the, uh, the tiles PowerPoint presentation <laughs> transition effects. <laughs> That's really all that was. <laughs> um, so I, I, I kind of like that. But that wasn't enough for me to be like, yes, this looks nice you know as and when you hear the people involved matt damon uh adam driver ben affleck you're like oh okay but then you see it and you're just kind of like all right cool 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 uh you know uh is is love island on tonight uh, uk i love what is it called love island uk uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> UK Love Island UK or is love, love Island UK it's one of them whichever um you know uh so it doesn't it doesn't look all that interesting to me but I, I have a feeling it's one of those movies that's probably gonna have like a lot of like shocking moments in it like oh shit didn't see that coming or you know it, they're dressing it up as like this mystery I, I think the one thing i can say about the trailer they didn't leave it as like this is definitely going to be a whodunit kind of thing like is adam driver telling the truth or is this woman telling the truth and are they gonna fight to the death or are they not gonna fight to yeah so i, I feel like they're, they're definitely playing that up never read the story myself um so I, I don't i don't know how it all sort of ends up so i'm going into it really uh really really clean but um it looked okay i guess is the the best i can say for it or the worst i can say for it is it looked okay you know what this story oddly reminded me of mm. uh i'm not sure how familiar you are with this story but you remember when uh derek fisher and matt barnes <laughs> right i feel like if the they should have casted duel, yeah. them in here <laughs> oh it would have been hot yeah, yeah, the yeah, last laker uh, <laughs> have you been <laughs> with my wife well, was matt barnes matt barnes is a part of the so lakers. yeah okay I, yo if you watch the footage like so there's an old video back in the day of like derek rose with like his girlfriend or wife at the time derek not derek rose derek fisher derek fisher yeah and then Matt Barnes with uh, Gloria Govan, right? And they were together at the time. I think they were married. Mm. And then in the video, they're all smiling, hugged up. And I think this is when they were both playing for the Lakers. Um, Wait, so they did, so Matt Barnes did play for the Lakers? Is it what I'm trying to confirm? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, so you know they're they're taking pictures and they're both smiling. And everything's good. And you just see Derek Fisher peek over at Matt Barnes' wife, and he's just like. You could tell, like, <laughs> not the way your friend or teammate should be should looking look at, at your girl. wife. Wait, are they still together now? Uh, so they recently got married. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't really. I can't say too. If if it's a if it's a, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna treat you dirty for one night kind of thing. Then, uh, then obviously that's extremely fucked up. But if yeah. you're together, I, come on. Yeah, but you know this is like a, like three years later or something like that. I mean, it, it eventually happened. They eventually got married. So I guess the thing is real. But it's still like. You've been with my wife. <laughs> I challenge you. Have you not? I challenge you. <laughs> Unsheath your soul. 
um yeah uh, that sounds like a vastly more interesting story than, than yeah, listen, if this had matt barnes and Derek fisher in it i'd go see this movie. in the fucking medieval arm and everything i think i'd be all for it uh but yeah again uh that comes out uh, the last still comes out uh, october 15th uh of this here year um and uh yeah um, with that being said, uh, let us know in the comment section what you guys think uh, of the last duel. Um, yay or nay? Um, you guys excited for it? Not excited for it? I guess everybody's always a little bit excited for the new Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Yeah, whenever up. they team up, it's it's rarely ever trash. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say it's always like stunning and stellar. What was the last movie they were in together? Uh, fucking... Oh, fucking uh fucking uh i don't know but they've done like good projects together like we know like they work together well whether it what was the first movie they did um about those fucking goodwill hunting uh was it yeah, yeah i think that was together? the first project they did together they work well together we know that so i oh. i can't imagine that this movie is gonna be pure shit maybe it's just that like this style of film this storytelling like the old middle evil night shit is yeah. not like and my I was not tea. feeling fucking Ben Affleck's fucking Eminem type yeah, hair. Yeah, the blonde that hair. Not... Like I didn't, I didn't mind the blonde hair. I just minded the cut. I mean, but, like, well, the cut made it look stupid. It's very like, yeah, stupid. Yeah, he had a fucking bowl cut. Yeah, shit looked dumb. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> all right, let's talk about uh, this next trailer. Um, uh, so, look, man, I thought we were done with Jackass. Apparently not. Um, these dudes have to be well into their 40s. Well into their 40s. Um, still doing dumb shit? Don't you have kids? Don't you have kids, sir? Well, you know what? You have to pay for those kids. Well, you, <laughs> so, you, also, you also have to be there for the fucking kids. And if you're fucking, you know, if you're hanging by your scrotum from a fucking, you know, uh, uh, you know, chain in a fucking meat shop or whatever the fuck crazy shit that they're doing, um, I feel like that that you might you'll be mis- risking uh, being there for that kid. If listen, this, if you're <laughs> what did Chris Rock tell us mm. is that only women, children and pets are loved unconditionally. Men are loved under the condition that they provide. Mm. Right? Remember he said that in the, the blackout? I, do, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve-O. Right? I don't know if he's a father or not. I'm just going to pretend is. he has kids. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else Steve-O is good at or what he can do, but I, we know he has doesn't to he have bring... a show? I think he has a show, doesn't he? Maybe. Doesn't he like... I'm sure Steve-O is doing well. Yeah. But you still got to do that dumb shit you used to do to keep the lights on. I feel like this money was, I, mean, I feel like this movie was like not necessarily a money grab, but it's just like, I mean, of you know, course it's now they call Space Jam a money grab. Oh, damn. Remind me. Before we, we know Bam here. Margera needs this money. <laughs> and he used to be my why favorite do, guy. Why do we know Bam Margera needs this money? Because he's like not doing well. He's not doing well. No, no, no. I, think, <laughs> I don't know anything about these dudes. So I think he was like, gonna be a big part of this movie but then yeah. i think like he had a falling out with like johnny knoxville he got like kicked off so i don't think he's gonna be in this movie or at least he doesn't have like a big part in it like he used to and i think he afterwards he like checked in a rehab or something like oh, that shit. he's yeah. not doing well yeah um but no man it is, you gotta you gotta you gotta bring home the bacon and you know we've seen johnny knoxville in movies but we haven't really seen steve-o do anything i know he's doing stuff but like I'm sure when they pitched this idea to Steve, he was like, yo, like whatever <laughs> whatever you guys need me to do, like I'm going to do it. Like, how much am I going to get paid? <laughs> um, anyway, we get a Jackass Forever uh, trailer. Um, 
Uh, so after 10 years, the Jackass cruise back for their final cruise. I'm sure, I'm sure it's their final crusade. I'm sure their last one was their final crusade, too. Uh, this is directed by Jeff uh, Tremaine. And, of course, stars uh, Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Machine Gun Kelly, for some reason, Spike Jones, Like, a lot of people, uh, just a lot of people uh, in this in this movie. Uh, this comes out October 22nd. So this actually comes out, what, the week after um, the last duel? Um. So yeah. Without further ado, let's check Jackass Forever. MGK needs to drop some fucking music. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when. But I know we'll meet again some sunny day. What will Jackass be like once we're older? Well, it'll get more mature. <laughs> the faster you pedal your bike, the faster the other guy's hand goes back. You said it wasn't gonna feel like anything. Concussions aren't great, but as long as you have them before you're 50, it's cool. And Knoxville's 49, so we're good. Oh! Can you feel my heart? <laughs> wow. Today, we're going to do a little furniture shopping. Oh. I've been watching Jackass since I was 12 years old. Oh. And guess what? We're here. We have winners, and we have Steve-O. There ain't a bunch of NASA scientists right now. What did you guys do to Eric? Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. You still got those million dollar teeth, that's for sure. <laughs> Gee, didn't set myself up for a failure on this one. Aaron, please relax. I'm trapped. And you're putting honey on me and salmon? Oh my god. Way more interesting than the last <laughs> fucking channel. What was that channel we watched anyway? Um, Damn, we forgot the title of it already. Oh, uh, the last one? Yeah. So no one needs Jackass 4. But, I mean, there's just by the trailer alone. Have you watched any of these movies? Yeah, I think I saw the first two. I never saw one. Really? Don't really need to. Once you saw the show, you didn't really need to see the movie. The, it's just like, you know, bigger stunts yeah. and like wilder shit. You know, yeah. in, in the show, they may get stung by like 20 bees. In the movie, it's 50 Jackass bees. is the fast and furious of like prank shows. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, it just gets increasingly fucking crazier. And you're just like. All right, guys. <laughs> I feel like at a certain point, we what did, what did uh, he who remains say? At some point, you cross the threshold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you don't know what's gonna happen yeah. anymore. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see them get blasted out of stuff. We're gonna see stuff get blasted in their face. Someone's probably gonna get set on fire. Yeah. Stuff gonna they're gonna be jumping over stuff and crashing. It, it's 
the same shit, just like in a different crazy way. Um, Is it a different and crazy way? <laughs> it's the same. You know, way. it's it's maybe <laughs> la- in the last movie they did a bike. Now they're going to do a motorcycle. Ah, you know what I mean, I uh, <laughs> put a motor on it. In the other movie, it was like a you know a pedal bike. Now it's like yeah. an electric bike, right? It makes sense. Technology's changed. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. But um, there's something about watching people do dumb shit and hurt themselves that like yeah. never really gets old. Like one of my favorite things to do on YouTube is just like YouTube like old videos of like fat people falling down. Those like 13 minute <laughs> compilations. Fucking love it. <laughs> Seen the same video like 20 times, never gets You over. know why I think that's bullshit? Because uh, it's why Jim Carrey doesn't have too much of a career anymore, right? Now, I love Jim Carrey, right? But that whole slapstick comedy shit where you're just doing wild shit and doing goofy shit to yourself, yeah, it gets boring after a while. Yeah. You wonder how Adam Sandler still is like dropping Because these. he's never been a slapstick person, right? Or but he the, has too much of a slapstick same... person. No, he doesn't. Yo. He, him and Jim Carrey are wildly different. Mm, wildly are they different. wildly different I mean, yeah their dna but like <laughs> their style of like comedy and humor it's i don't understand how adam sandler's lasted the test of time he's not really even that funny okay well I'll, 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 like and i i happen to think that both him and jim Carrey are doing great work because like their last like their last few movies are like more of a serious tone or i guess Less from what they did in their earlier days, right? So, like Adam Sandler with his last movie, Uncut Gems. The joint with oh, that Uncut was Gems, yeah, fire, dude. But the movie before that was uh, with Jennifer Aniston, wasn't it? Like where they were like, yeah, some some island in, or some in, shit. Yeah. yeah, and they were in Paris and like they pretended to be like spies or whatever. I don't know. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, it came out on Netflix. I remember. Um, yeah, I, I but I, I think that's still not necessarily a departure, but like still different enough from from some of the shit he was doing when he was younger like he as he got older he got started getting more into like the romantic comedy yeah he's but, not doing any like more mr deeds or like billy madison exactly or, like, yes you know any of that shit although i guess I, yeah i'm sorry i will say though mm. brilliant guy because whenever adam sandler does a movie he casts an a wildly insanely <sighs> always, attractive woman always fire Nowhere fucking near his league. Uh, I think it was like the Daddy Daycare movie where Salma Hayek was his wife, and then his Jennifer. No, it's not Daddy Daycare. That was uh, what's the movie he did with all that's the, one with Chris the Rock, and it had um, um David Dave not, Spade fuck, in it. It's not old school. Uh, damn, it's I like vacation or something. A couple no, vacation. No, no, it's not couples vacation. It's like um, damn, I forget the name of it. But yo, like, and you know he's fucking handling the casting for this shit. Oh, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? He's he's getting his casting agent like, wait, who do we get? Yeah, it's like, uh, you know what? I'm, I think I'll choose my wife for this movie. Yeah, who'd you get? Courtney Love? No, 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 no. Go ahead and change that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Let's see what Sarah Salma's Silverman? She's <laughs> funny, but I think we can do... I don't know. Salma Hayek is funny, right too. Day, if you catch Sarah Silverman, I don't know. No, 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 listen, she's all right. We saw yeah. her in... Um, she was in Space Jam, too. Yeah, she was. Uh, she, she's cute, but it's like... Sarah Silverman or Salma High? You know, let's, let's cast Salma High. Let's let's make the right moves here, guys. Oh, he called her agent like five times in a row. Yeah. they're like, and the fucking... price went up every time. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyways, um, that was our take on uh, or, or, or look at a uh, Jackass Forever. Um, let us know in the comment section what you guys think of Jackass Forever. Uh, do you guys uh, are you guys into it? Not into it? Is it are, are they well past this chick or uh, do they still got a little bit more in the tank? Let us know. 
Uh, let, let, let's move on to uh, some of our other stories here. I'm actually really excited to talk about some of these other stories. Um, let be, let's talk about this real quick. Um, so, uh, in Hollywood, sometimes you hear these stories about shit that could have happened. Like maybe this happened, could have happened if a couple things. And it's like, whoa. So, for instance, like one of them is uh, Will Smith could have been playing Neo in The Matrix, yeah. right? Uh, that that could have been a thing, and he turned it down like an idiot, right? Um, uh, what's what are some uh, some other good ones? I don't know. Whatever you can think of, right? Um, there's so these stories eventually come out, but then sometimes something hits you like what that sounds like that sounds wild so uh one such story came out about uh james gandolfini um who he apparently um was offered a role on the office now if you are a, a an office fan which apparently that's everybody in america um you would know that so after steve carell left the show in season seven i believe uh like at the like midway point i think of, of season seven mm-hmm. um so they replaced his character with uh james spader right who then played kind of like the new boss um robert california robert california now um bless his heart james spader great actor I don't know if he necessarily knocked it out of the park on The Office. I think he had a couple good lines, but his whole tenure with The Office was just kind of weird. Um, I thought he did a great job at like talking himself into a job and doing nothing. Like and like no for no no the, the story I think it's one of his most memorable characters. One of his most memorable, but as far as being a memorable character on The Office. Perhaps not. Um, I, I would say that that was like the low point of the series is when we started getting into the Robert California phase. But anyways, um, James Gandolfini apparently was offered this role before Spader um, to be the the, uh, the the boss on the office. But HBO came through, uh, you know, Dikembe Mutombo style. No, 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 not in my house. Um, because they offered him apparently, and apparently he was offered $4 million um, to to play this character on the office uh hbo stepped in and be like hmm how about we just give you three million to do absolutely nothing and he's like sounds like a deal to me (laughs) (laughs) um so what's really interesting about that uh, and this all comes to us from i think there's some dudes who do like uh who who were actors on the sopranos um and uh are doing now doing a podcast which everybody is apparently doing i'm not a big fan of this thing where it's like actors from the show uh, a podcast, a about, podcast the about the show. I'm not a fan. Oh, of it. listen, I think that's, that's kind uh, of we're, we're piercing the veil a little too much now. Uh, like for example, um, Donald Faison and uh, who's the other guy who stars in the show with him about like the, where they're doctors. Donald Faison played Donald, in this show where he's a no, doctor. Zach Braff, Zach Braff and Do- is it Donald? No, oh, oh, is it oh, okay? Scrubs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Scrubs. I thought you were talking about Phase on Phase on Love. I got that confused. Yeah, so yeah I was okay. Like, yeah. Phase on Love. He was a doctor. So they do a podcast. Like I think it's called like Actors Playing Doctors or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what a double dip. I, I mean, hey, listen, get the <laughs> get the get the the that secondary bag, right? Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the bag for the first thing. It's like you mean to tell me we I did the first thing. You paid me for that. But I could talk about how I did the first thing. I can get paid for that too. Two times. Yeah. Yeah. IRS is like, <laughs> how do we tax this? Like, Wait, IRS is what, like, uh, what tax from, code? You're from the the wire. Uh, was it um, um, fuck. Uh, we was it WeeBay? About, about what the? Where, where there's like that meme with him, like oh, like 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, and, and you know you're gonna write that shit off. Listen, yeah. I'm not. This, this is not new income. This is talking about yeah. my previous job. I'm just talking about my <laughs> no, job. But, but look, so I'm not a big fan of that. It is what it is. Uh, so, but this is really fucking interesting because imagine Tony Soprano essentially being, um, you know, the the new boss on The Office. What the fuck would that have looked like? That would have looked wild, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's exactly why fucking HBO went to put the kibosh on it because they were like, no, we need to protect one of the greatest shows of all time by not having this guy be a fucking goofball on The Office. Yeah, because okay? like what, what is what stark contrast, right? Yeah. Like going from playing Tony Soprano to... Doing some you wacky know, shit. Doing on, some like on the office. You know, rinky. Not necessarily that the office was rinky dink, but no. some like no, no. You you can't call the office a rinky dink show, nor can you diminish just like how important it is to, in the ethos it, of shows. But it would have been a wildly different character than the Tony Soprano. But yeah. everybody would have seen Tony Soprano every time they looked at James Gandolfini, mm-hmm. which would have potentially have hurt the Sopranos product. It would have maybe cheapened it a little bit. Yeah. Right? Um, in terms of what the perception is, because, you know, their whole perce- perception of Tony Soprano, he's this mobster, you know, and, and the Sopranos is its own world, you know. So to protect that, the HBO was like, we'll just give you money not to do that, which is a wild baller move from HBO. To, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. That is well played. If well only played. if only like that would be adopted in other situations mm. like, yo. If I wish my boss, my, my employers would pay me, like, yo, Rain, just stay in Saturday and Sunday night, just so you're not yeah. over Monday morning, because we know your production is going to be super yeah. low. Mm-hmm. We'd rather just pay you to rest up and come in Monday ready to go. Yeah. That would be great, of, wouldn't instead it? Instead of clocking out every day, why don't you just stay on the clock? Stay you know? clock. Just stay out of trouble. Yeah. Just stay out of trouble, you know. Get get go to sleep a little earlier. Yeah. Maybe here's a little bit of extra eight. money so you can have fun at home. You don't even gotta go out. <laughs> yeah. James Hard, here's an extra meal not to go to the strip club. Yeah, yeah. Just he, have he, a couple come over. Don't go to the strip club. He probably turned that down. He probably turned that. He down. would. He <laughs> James Harden would turn it down and go spend four million at the strip club. He's like, I'm gonna turn down your million to stay home, and I'm gonna go and spend four of my own. It doesn't make any sense, but James Harden would do. Wild it. guy, James Harden. Um. So yeah, that is really interesting. I, I thought that uh, that Gandolfini. Um. Now, um. Now he he actually was before because he he died in 2013, as as I, I think we all remember. Um. And. But he he actually had some other roles sort of like lined up for himself. Now, he was going to take the office thing because he was like, I ain't doing shit else. So fuck it, you know. Um, uh, but he was going to do, I think, the uh, the night of. He was supposed to star in that series. Uh, mm. And I think he was uh, actually supposed to uh, both star and produce the, the series. Um, but, of course, he passed away. Um, so he, he got an, a producer credit on it. So he was going to do, do that as well. So he had some other things lined up outside of this opportunity with the office. But it, that's just vastly interesting, you know, in the, in the whole... Um, universe of w- what could have happened, you know? What the fuck would the office have looked like? With t- I don't, I Gandolfini's great actor, Office, great show. I'm not sure if I see the pairing of those two. Although it's interesting, I would have thought it would have been just just like James Spader. James Spader was, in, and they clearly the people at the office, they clearly had an idea that they wanted a straight laced person or somebody who's more serious 
to act in the role versus like a goofball like like Will Ferrell or some shit. Like yeah, uh, Will Ferrell was Will Ferrell was in there for like a few episodes, but they clearly wanted to go in the opposite direction, given the fact that it was James Spader, Gandolfini, um, you know, these more serious actors, or I guess the roles that they take on were, were more serious. You know, yeah, um, you gotta have that balance. I mean, they brought Idris Elba in, who I thought played like a really good character. You know, yeah. as like that re- kind of replace that midterm replacement for Michael. Um, and he was that balance. He was a very serious actor, um, very serious presence in the office to play he on played it perfectly too. the antics that were going on in the office. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like maybe Gant, James Gandolfini would have been something similar to uh, what Idris Elba did. Like, all right, let's balance the comedy with like... But how do you do that for like multiple seasons though? Because that was the thing, right? That Idris Elba's character was like there for like five episodes and that was like it, right? But can you carry like two seasons worth of a show you know playing that kind of yeah. straight laced person i, don't and, know and I think what that. james gandolfini might have been doing here is like i i, I played totally should play i love that show but like i want to have a career where i can play a, like a, a variety of characters be, being like a variety of things outside of like serious mobs gangsters type, type of films yeah. so my next immediate project is going to be a f- stark contrast from what I did last. I mean, and we from saw his a perspective. Lot of, I, I I get that, but from the office's perspective, is where I kind of like, hmm, yeah, that's an interesting choice. But maybe there's like, yo, let's bring in somebody who's like a big name that's going to keep at least interest in this thing alive, right? Yeah. yeah, really interesting. Um, so let's let's jump to. Uh, I think we can get the, these next two stories in. I think we can uh, we can we can force those in. Um, look, let's do. Uh, let's talk about aliens. Um, J- July eighteenth uh, marked. Uh, uh, the 35, uh, 35th year anniversary for the sequel uh, to Alien, which is Aliens, which is very confusing even to this very day. Um, but what it gave us, the, what it gives us the opportunity to do, there's this article that came out in the Nerdist and it talked about how um, Aliens paved the way for other genre changing sequels so that's you can't come out with the original movie and it's one genre and then you have a second of the follow-up the sequel that's a kind of a different genre which is you know up until aliens was like rare you know if if it was ever done um to have a follow-up to a movie and have it kind of switch basically everything that it was doing you know um subverting expectations um now, on this list of movies that supposedly were inspired by the genre change of aliens, right? Like, so for instance, the first alien movie was basically kind of like a horror movie, right? Um, um, it's a sci fi kind of horror movie, right? Is, is what it was. Uh, aliens, the sequel to it, was more of just like a fucking shoot 'em up action movie, which is. They were both awesome, if, if I'm being perfectly honest here. Now, the third one, let's not speak too much of that. But, um, but. Uh, the f- they were both great movies, but two different genres. Rare, right? So the Nerdist talked about other sequels that kind of fit this mold as well. Uh, they talked about um, one of, personally one of my favorite movies of all time, which was um, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors, which was a real strong departure from the first two movies. And I would argue that A Nightmare on Elm Street Two was a really decent departure from the first movie, but Dream Warriors was like this, like fucking. I don't know if you've ever seen. Have you ever seen that? Um, I'm sure I have. I don't like. I don't remember it too fondly. Okay, yeah, it it was it was a campy '80s movie, right? But it was it was dope because it was like 
it was like you saw the people fighting back against Freddy. Like mm-hmm. it, everybody wasn't just like this helpless person who can do shit. They were like going into their dreams, whooping Freddy's ass at certain points. Now, for eventually, they all got ganked in the end. Yeah. Um. But uh. But it was dope because they all had like these weird powers and shit. Like it was it was just tight. Like I I I've always had like a. A soft spot for that movie um so and they also mentioned uh obviously t2 look uh i would argue that the first terminator was kind of a horror movie uh it's a little bit of a horror slash thriller sci-fi like futuristic situation. horror yeah. that type of thing yeah um but i think it was kind of like a horror movie second one was just a fucking straight up action movie like one of the greatest action movies to ever be um uh now both aliens and uh and um terminator have uh of course uh they're both directed by james cameron if i'm not mistaken oh no ridley scott what am i doing i'm drunk um ridley scott directed alien and aliens um uh so uh and then a evil dead 2 uh, i never really watched evil dead 2 or really any of the franchise evil uh, dead 2 was Cap- good I, I didn't see evil dead like the first one which was made in 81 yeah. um i think that was taking it a little wasn't, wasn't too never far really back my bag yeah um Captain America and then Captain America, the Winter Soldier, strong departures. The first yeah. one was uh, kind of like a Indiana Jones type of story. Um, uh, meets guy yeah, save the world, superhero. gets the girl. You know, we're opening. Well, he up. definitely didn't get the girl because he went into the water for a while. Uh, he almost got her. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had her. He just never hit. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really that's really what it was. Yeah, he he never broke the uh, the 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 magnum open. He never. Yeah, yeah he never he never cracked the uh, the the gold seal there. Um, uh, and then of course Captain America two, the Winter Soldier it was like this fucking espionage, you know, fucking throwback to kind of like this almost like um, uh, like a like almost almost felt like a Bond film at at, at certain points, you yeah, know, that like um, spy action spy thriller, thriller type thing, and yep. then had like the fucking uh, Jason Bourne elements and with the yeah. shaky cam, um, oh, it was fucking dope, incredible. I'm definitely, uh, I think, in my opinion, top three Marvel movies. This, one. of course, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I put, I I might have to put it in top three. Yeah, I, I would go Endgame, Infinity War. Captain America. We, we've talked about Soldier, our, our MCU list before, yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, to stay in the MCU, you have Ragnarok, which is kind of like the zany space comedy. Strong departure from the first two films, where it's more dramatic, more you know, um, uh, uh, sort of serious films. Whereas mm-hmm. Ragnarok was just a fucking comedy. Uh, yeah. is, is all we can really um, say about that. Now they do have the Dark Knight on this list. I don't necessarily think that that was a tremendous. This is the only departure. one that, like, um, I don't one hundred percent agree with because I think that it was very on on brand or on par with what we were expecting. Well, you know, Batman Begins. You know, this is it's just Batman. Batman Begins was like the introduction to superhero story. Yeah, right. Uh, Scarecrow, like some of the smaller time villains, you expected them to level up from there. I think this was still very much like. Uh, how would you categorize Batman? Is it it's just action or, adventure, yeah, uh, right? or, or superhero origin stories is sort of what how I would categorize Batman Begins, and then but what their argument is is that the Dark Knight was uh, a crime thriller. I can buy that, but I don't. I wouldn't say that that was su- uh, like a super strong departure from yeah. the first one, right? Like it was still kind of in line. Like you can find kind of that in all. Like it's all kind of a crime thriller, right? Because it's it's fucking Batman, right? Yeah. He's, what is he doing outside of solving fucking crimes? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, so I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Anyways, this had me thinking, okay, well, what can I come up with? 
that are movies that were strong departures from where they started as far as like uh, the original films go. I got some interesting things on here. Do you, do you have any that you can think of either off the top of your head or that you Offhand, no. I'd love no. to hear your list though. Okay. Fast and Furious. You had the first Fast and Furious movie, right? Which was a racing movie, right? Um, and not even, I'm not even talking about Tokyo Drift or Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm not even talking about those. But really where they started departing was Fast and Furious. So you had the Fast and Furious and then you just had Fast and Furious. Um, but then it, they really start departing where they start getting into, instead of just being these racing movies, now they're getting into like almost like heist movies with uh, Fast 6, uh, Fast and Furious 6, where now you know, you're getting the ragtag team together and then you're going out stealing whatever the fuck the thing is to steal. It's kind of like an Ocean's Eleven type feel to it. Um, I think that's a strong departure from, yeah. from where we started. So interestingly enough, though, that is where they started. Because remember, in the first movie, they were just street racers. But behind the scenes, they were like doing heists. Remember, they were like jacking those trucks for like radios and um, fucking TI-83s and shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) So like they were like street racers. But the way they funded like, you know, being able to fix up their cars were like, you know, they would do heists and robberies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's how Brian uh, Connor kind of infiltrated their gang as the mm-hmm. FBI agent because he was investigating. But I, their but, I, but I think that that's the thing. It was done more as a gang mm-hmm. than it was like pull the team together yeah. and have them do this heist, right? Yeah, it's. It, yeah. It, it be, I think it became the departure. It, it became like, you know, now we're doing like international heists, like on some like spy shit for the government. Now we're fucking dropping cars out of planes. We're fighting submarines. Like we're trying to stop military coups and whatnot like that's the series definitely has departed from we're street racers and like you know we do some dirty shit to 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 fund our our, the life that we love now it's like we're 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 saving the world okay fair enough i'll 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 i won't retract that because i still believe that that i'm for the most part agreeing with you but i i think the heist thing has been there uh, throughout, but just but like the, a part of the departure the, uh, has been like their reasons and like why hmm. they're doing everything they're doing. Okay, I can buy that. This one I'm certain about. Ten Cloverfield Lane. The first Cloverfield movie was just a straight up fucking monster movie. Uh, you yeah, know, um, I've Ten never Clo- seen Ten Cloverfield Lane. So, Ten Cloverfield Lane is a basically a, a John. Not I want to say John Candy. It's not John Candy. Right, that's not it. Um, what am I looking for? Who's the guy from Roseanne? Who's the dad in Roseanne? I do not know. Uh, he has like the big barrel voice, barrel chest voice. That guy, that's uh, John Goodman. John, John Goodman. Goodman. That's yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Um, so uh, in Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, it's they're trapped. It's still kind of the, the monster is still out there, yeah. but they're trapped in like this one space and. Uh, they, you're trying to figure out if John Goodman is like a good mm. guy, if he's a bad guy. Is he actually holding them there because he's trying to protect them, or is he fucking just trying to like? Yeah, you know what? My bad. You know. I have seen this. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, yeah, I, I, I would agree with this one. I think that was a departure from the first. Before it was like, all right, this is the aliens are invading movie. The second one was like, this is like a survival movie. Yes, yeah. yes, that's exactly what I would say. Um, good one. The last one I have on my list, Logan. Mm, yeah. The first two films were just basically just comic book movie films. I, I guess you could say that the uh, second one uh, took inspirations from um, like Asian culture, like mm-hmm. you know, um, where were they were in Japan and shit. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. they were in Japan. I think um, we all like to forget that one. No, actually, I, th- I thought that was pretty decent. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. 
Okay, fair enough. Um, but Logan was is like a western. You know, it was it was a throwback to 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 a lot of western movies. Um, from its aesthetic to its story, you know, it, it just really sort of borrowed a lot from that from that um, um, from that 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 genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it went from being like a comic adaption action adventure to um, kind of like that like that like last ride. You know, yeah. I mean? like the the a, a long farewell type of type of vibe. Yeah, um, phenomenal movie. Yeah, great. Movie. Love that movie to bits. Yeah, um, to debts. To bits. Oh, to bits. I was like, yeah, to debts. What the fuck is that? <laughs> um, okay, so I think this ties into like our last segment, uh, which we'll try to wrap up really quick. Um, so, I I think this is a bigger conversation because I, I think we can. I think my can my perception of it changed recently. Okay. Um, well, let, let's tell the people what we're talking yeah. about. So, uh, and I do want to save this for the next show because I think it might be a bigger conversation. Okay. And, and what I'd like to do in our next show is feature uh, two horror film movie trailers. Um, and then we could have a bigger conversation like, all right, is this thing still alive or not? But anyway, so the conversation Tuna and I were having uh, earlier in the week were uh, we were talking about like the, the, the state of horror films today. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what film were we talking about specifically that like kind of sparked this conversation? I don't think it was a specific uh, film. I there's a movie with uh, Ilana. Um, the, false we, positive. False positive. We we watched that recently. Uh, the Conjuring Three. Um, and we we were talking about how a lot of movies are being given the horror label and they're being put into horror genre and category, mm-hmm. but these movies just aren't scary. And I think for you know for you, I think that's kind of really started with. Um, uh, was well, it us? Both us and Get Out. And Get I didn't Out. really yeah. think Get Out was even remotely scary. I didn't think Us was even remotely scary, but they were both hyped. Like they're, <clears throat> if you look at any list right now, they're both considered, you know, two at the top um, horror movies. And I'm like, horror? What say you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where? Where is the horror in, in, in either of these movies? Like, do they have some jump scares? Sure. Are they horror movies? In like yeah. the classical sense, fuck no. Yeah, um, and yeah. I, and I think where we could pick this conversation up is what I'd like you to do is maybe check out one or two episodes of American Horror Stories yeah. on Hulu, which I think that may e- that may push you in either direction. You know, maybe the direction of that you're already going, where it's like, is this genre still what it used to be when we had a lot of those original creations? And like again, we spoke about this too. It's hard to be original now because everything's already been done. So the only thing you could do is kind of take what's been done and try and put your spin or your twist on it. Uh, or, you know, maybe it'll push you in the other way where you're like, yo, uh, this genre is very much alive. And like, here are some examples of that. Yeah. And again, we, we can have the full blown conversation, but there are two things I wanted to say about it is for one, um, I think you're right. Everything's already been done. So I think the only solve for it is to um, combine genres is to not just make it a horror movie but make it a horror movie and this or and that right because that's where you can start pairing it up and create some some new things right what did we see in dragon ball z as soon as like the the fighting got stale and it was like all right well i guess goku's just gonna come in and save the day it's like let's add infusion you know let's let's bring in this gogeta Vegito, yeah. you know um so i think i think that's what the solve is but I think those movies are already out there, right? Some of the more interesting horror movies that I've seen over the past decade or so um, have been movies that have just been weird, like genre melding films, right? Uh, one of the movies I can I can uh, mention is A Quiet Place. 
that's it's a horror movie but it's like a it's like a survival movie um and it's uh you know it, it's mostly silent you know throughout the whole movie um so it just c- combines all these sort of different elements that make it you want you naturally want to say it's a horror movie but it's like not just a horror movie. It's, yeah. it's a lot of different things. The other movie that I would, I'll forever in a day say is probably the creepiest movie I've ever fucking seen in my life. Probably definitely the creepiest movie I've ever seen. Actually, uh, top two or three creepiest movies I've ever seen in my life. Hereditary. If you want to talk about a genre kind of weird fucking movie, it's Hereditary where, for one, how they marketed it and how you don't expect the turn that it takes. Like you don't, it's a slow creep where you're like, Oh, I kind of see where they're going. You've watched it, right? Yeah. And so you're thinking like, oh, okay, I guess eventually they're going to get to the thing where I think that where I think they're going. But then as you see it sliding away from that, you're like, oh, God, oh, God, where are we going here? Where are we going? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I didn't pay for this, but I like it. It's like when you go to a restaurant, they fuck up your order, but you're like, it tastes good. It's pretty good, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I I think those are examples of horror movies that aren't just horror movies, but they combine different elements of other things to make something new, something, uh, for lack of a better term, better, you know, um, than, than just getting your classic but we, we talked about it before where uh with any genre it's going to get stale because it's a genre because there's certain things within that genre quote unquote that makes it within that genre right so yeah. if you're telling a slapstick comedy then there's elements that you have to just fucking add in there because it's a slapstick comedy uh if you're if you're you know if you're uh, telling a horror movie there are certain things you have to add in there because it's a horror movie you know depending yeah. on what flavor horror movie but uh but i think we're going to get a lot of the more interesting things from from the combination of genres and here's the question that i want to like go a little bit further on on our next show right so when, you, when we're talking about the horror genre is it the genre of filmmaking right when like directors and writers and producers and studios are sitting down and they're making horror movies has like the genre itself changed and been somewhat redefined where now it's like all right you know like we're pairing it with like action adventure we're pairing it with like thriller and all that stuff or has the audience's taste changed where now maybe we don't want to be like uh scared right we don't want like the slasher stabbing people up thing maybe like our taste for fear has changed. Like has our palate just been a little bit more refined where it's like, I want more than just Freddie and Jason. I want to be like scared in a, in a different way. I don't think it has to be either. I think it's both, uh, both the palate has changed as well as, um, I think you, you get a sense that it's, it's already, it's all, it's all sort of been, we've already seen it. We've, we've, our palate has changed because it's, it's, we've gotten too much of the shit that, mm. that, you know, was already there. Um, and so naturally it's kind of like, you know, uh, what does Drake say? Uh, what's about to happen next? You know, like we're, we're looking for what, what the next thing is, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it, 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 it's a thing that like, it naturally ruins itself. It's like anything, right. Um, anything that, that is done to a great degree, you're going to constantly, what can top it? What can top it? Eventually, you're going to get to a point where you simply cannot top it because there's just nothing else to fucking do, right? If you're, if you're fucking, um, you know, if you're MJ in his prime and he's after his like sixth championship, he's like, all right, we're done here. You know, (laughs) you know, we're done. You know, it's, 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 yeah, just go play baseball (laughs) some shit or, or join the wizards. So Uh, I do have, yeah. Thoughts that may not fully agree with what you said. And I, and I think it makes for like an interesting conversation. Sure, We're sure. talking about like yeah. just film, not even just a horror genre, but like evolving uh, 
tastes and, and like, uh, you know, how we as the audience perceive things and like how much of an influence is like our, our, you know, the things that we like influence on what we receive or is it what we're receiving, which influences our tastes. Right. Uh, so I'd like to have a bigger conversation about that, but start in horror. So we'll save that for the next episode for sure of the fade podcast yeah uh with that being said i think we've arrived uh to an to a, uh, the end of this episode look this is our first live stream guys hey here here live as fuck you're here, here. We're, we're very live uh on on the u of tubes um hey 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 air horns i like it um i need more sound effects drop a bomb we drop a bomb we can drop a bomb we got one yeah oh whoops this thing is not the best thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to blame the equipment. Look at this guy. Look at this guy right here. That was a bad intel bomb. I want the big bomb where we actually get the guy. Um, so, so yeah, um, we, we're we going to be going live from here on out. Um, we, we did this one to kind of just test the uh, test the waters, make sure everything worked on the up and up, yada, yada. Uh, it seems like everything is great. Um and so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll keep this uh, live stream shit going. Um, yeah. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you tuned in, we appreciate you, we love you. But hit that like button, hit that uh, subscribe button, hit that share button, hit hit all that shit. Uh, until the next time, folks, we will hit the very usual protocol. Fade out, fade out, ladies and gentlemen. We out this bitch. <laughs> <laughs>